Welcome back to the exclusive Builder Funnel Radio original mini-series, Mastering Facebook Marketing for Remodelers with Danielle Russell. As a reminder, in this series, Danielle and I cover all things Facebook marketing for your building or remodeling business. Most construction businesses are on Facebook, but it feels like a waste of time. We're here to help you get the most out of your time spent with Facebook marketing. Each episode has tactical strategies for generating more brand awareness, website traffic, and leads from your efforts on Facebook. Let's dive into the show. Hey, Danielle, welcome back. Hey, Spencer. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so in, in this conversation, we just wrapped up boosting. Now we're going to dive into kind of a little bit bigger picture and just thinking about your Facebook business page as a sales funnel and not just this profile thing you have online, you know? <laughs> not How just could, a task list of yeah. did I post? Yes. Done. Yeah, did I post? Do I have a photo? Yeah, did I add my photos to the gallery? Check, check, check. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. How do we optimize or start to optimize our profile for thinking about it in terms of more of a, a sales funnel where we can actually drive some some real results? Yeah. So step one, listen to episode one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just go yeah. back to that right now. <laughs> Quick recap of that. We talked about branding. So making sure that your logo is your Facebook, the profile picture, making sure you have a really engaging cover photo and making sure that you have a very visually appealing and uh, storytelling way to describe your our story section on your page. Make sure you have your services tabs and that you mention all the services that you offer so that people can at a glance start qualifying themselves. And then Also, making sure you have the right conversion point. So knowing your audience so that you can use the right button or call to action that's located right on the far right under your cover photo or cover video, making sure that that's the best button you can use based on your audience to convert or get people over to your website, whatever your goal is. So that's step one. Cool, cool. Yeah, step one. Yeah, and that was a good recap. So hopefully... If you've just kind of been binging these episodes, then maybe you still haven't done that step. But if you've been kind of working your way through them as you go through this, then hopefully you're done with that step. And so once you're done with that, what's next? Yeah. Well, why I wanted to run through all of that is because those all fall into different parts of this sales funnel that we're going to build on this episode for your Facebook page. So all of those are key points for top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, and bottom of the funnel. And really, the most important part right now is to consider the user experience. Consider where someone is when they find your Facebook page and also where they're not. (laughs) So meeting them where they are, recognizing that Facebook isn't Google, but also Facebook is important and there are ways that you can use Facebook to draw people down the sales funnel. So what do you mean by meeting them where they are? What does that mean? Meeting them where they're looking at pictures, they're looking at your Facebook albums, they're looking at any videos you have, 
but they didn't open their Facebook app and set out to research and read blogs about how much remodeling in Des Moines, Iowa costs. They opened their Facebook app to be distracted for a few minutes while they're in line at Chipotle. And they saw your pictures that you posted and now they have made it to your profile and we're pulling them down your sales funnel and building your page to literally mimic a sales funnel. That's what I mean. Gotcha. Yeah. So understanding kind of that intent that we talked about in our previous episode is where are they at and they're kind of in their head and, and why they're on Facebook and, and what, yeah, how you're intercepting, you know, that, that mind space and entering that mind space. Exactly. So being careful with interrupting their attention, which is something we've mentioned also. But the first thing when, let's say now someone saw one of your posts in their feed, which means either they follow you or one of their friends shared something of yours. And so you showed up organically in their feed. Let's say they liked your post so much that they clicked to your profile. And then the first thing they see, (laughs) check. The first thing they see when they get to your profile is that exact same post. It's a little redundant and unnecessary. And I would say that's risking a bounce because okay, thank you. I saw this post and that's why I clicked here. And why I bring that up is because the Facebook profile, it's auto setting when you create how we talked about having a service page. And I don't remember what episode anymore. I think maybe one or two. The auto first setting of ordering your page is posts. And it just doesn't make sense for a sales funnel. The point of your Facebook page is so people can get to your website and it's basically like a mini website, a mini catalog of what you do, a mini portfolio of videos and projects and photography. And if the first impression someone gets when they click over is the exact same thing that they saw in their feed probably not the best user experience. I'm not saying it's negative, but I'm saying you're wasting the opportunity to draw someone further down the sales funnel with something more relevant and eye-catching for someone who's at that top of the funnel. That makes sense. Yeah. So they've seen a post. They're Mm -hmm. like, okay, I click over. Now they're on the profile. And so you're saying, okay, Facebook has come a long way. We can control more of what this looks like when somebody shows up. And and we're kind of acknowledging the fact that somebody that clicks on a post, they probably didn't come there to find us, but they're in that top of the funnel. Like I'm, I'm researching, I'm interested. That's why I clicked on it. Otherwise I wouldn't have clicked on something like this. And so now they're on the page and we're kind of acknowledging that they're top of the funnel and we need to give them some information that kind of plays into that and kind of pull them in a little bit deeper. Is that kind of what you're saying? Exactly. So what's, and I, we have a teammate who came to us from a social media agency and we've had this discussion about how posts aren't relevant on your Facebook page. Posts are what draw people to the page. Mm -hmm. So posts are what's in the feed. That's what people see and engage with when they open their Facebook app and they're scrolling through their feed. Then they see the post 
if it's a good enough post, they're going to click through to your page. But now your page, think of it as your sales funnel. And you want them to see from step one, consistent branding, your services, and a call to action. You want them to immediately know exactly what to do. You want them to know they're on the right page. They see your logo. They see a great, either a team shot or an award-winning project or 90-second video of a client testimonial, all those things we talked about in episode one. They see your story, so you've set yourself apart, and you're not just every family-owned third-generation remodeling business. You told a very engaging story, so they like you. And now you're drawing them down that funnel. And the next thing you want them to see would be your services. Do you do what they're looking for? So that's why that services tab is super important. Filling out kitchen remodeling services, bathroom remodeling services, whole home remodeling additions, decks, whatever that is, in order of projects that you want more of, (laughs) higher margin projects, ideal buyers, taking all of that into consideration. And then you need that CTA. You need to tell them what their next step is. If they've gotten to your page, seen all of those things in one glance when they landed on your page. And you might have hit a gold mine and that person's ready to reach out and call right then or get a quote right then. But if not, then we keep bringing them down the funnel. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's a really good insight that the posts, it's not like somebody clicks over to your page so they can read, you know, 30 posts in a row. They click over because that was an interesting post, but then they wanted to learn more about you and that's the profile. Otherwise, they'll just comment on that post or like it or share it and move on. But the fact that they click on your profile, they're going, oh, I want to check these guys out. So I, I just wanted to re-highlight that for everybody because that that is a huge, you know, a huge point and it's probably overlooked. I probably overlooked that up until now. So I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it. But yeah, so okay. So you said, okay, we've we've got them here and now we're in, in the sales funnel. And so then I think you had just ended up with that's how we can take them to the next step. So where do we go from there? Like how much control do we have over designing what this user experience looks like when somebody gets there and what are some, some next steps for people? Yeah. So recap to use some marketing terminology on what we just described Basically, when people land on your profile, you want them to identify themselves as either an MQL, a marketing qualified lead, or an SQL, sales qualified lead. If they're sales qualified, they're going to hit that call to action. If they're marketing qualified, you've pulled them in between the branding, the storytelling, the services, because now they're like, oh, hey, I do want a kitchen remodel. And having the right call to action if they are sales qualified. So now sales qualified, done. They made their decision. They clicked your call to action. So now for an MQL, we're going to keep drawing them down this funnel. So the next step would be having a top of the funnel offer of some sort, some way to capture people who are top of the funnel right there on your Facebook page. So we've talked about this a little bit in previous episodes, but here's the full scoop top of the funnel, people are just, they're just getting to know you. They're just looking around. So some examples of that would be services, those services tabs, making sure you even provide the service they're looking for. 
what do your projects look like? And I get into this a little bit more in my Facebook masterclass in Builder Funnel Academy. Doors open September 1 through the 22nd. And you can get my class normally $9.97, totally free at builderfunnelacademy.com slash join. But I have a whole module in there that is specifically about using your Facebook albums as basically your project gallery and how you can create a whole gallery experience mimicking that on your website, but on your Facebook page. So if, cool. So if people aren't ready to leave your Facebook page, you can still give them all the information they need right there. And whether that be through sharing projects that are in Facebook albums, telling the story behind each project, just like you should be on your website and providing a link so people can click through to either that exact gallery page or maybe if you have a kitchen cost guide, something like that so that people, if they're ready to take that next step out of Facebook, they will and drive them to your traffic or drive that traffic to your website from there. So you're just continuing to pull people down and hoping that the farther down you pull them, the more willing and ready they will be to finally either click through to your website or convert on Facebook and just click your button that call to action. So yeah. Top of the funnel. So, yeah. Top of the funnel. So let's talk about the, the albums for a second. I know you said you have a whole module on it, but what are a couple of like quick wins with albums that we can give people listening? You know, if you said you kind of replicate your whole website gallery on Facebook, like, I guess, what's the advantage of, of doing that? Or are there a couple of things that you should think about when you're adding a gallery to Facebook? Yeah. So one thing that I'm glad you brought that up, something I didn't mention is along that left-hand column is that's what I'm describing, how we're pulling people down. So usually it's home or page, whatever that first tab is. Mm -hmm. Normally the next one is posts. And I said, bump that down to the bottom. So you have services next. And then the next one should be photos. And that's where your albums live. So that's the next thing as people are scrolling down your Facebook page, they're going to hit right after services, they're going to hit your albums. And why that's important is because if they saw services, they know that you do kitchen remodeling. Their next question is, can they do my kitchen? Can they do what I'm looking for? And can I see myself in the kitchens they've done? And that's the next thing you're showing them when they scroll a little bit farther down are all of these albums of your professional photography of kitchens and bathrooms and whole homes and additions and decks and whatever else I said you have in your services tab on this fictional page that I'm describing. (laughs) But if it's all right there and the farther down they scroll, the more they see remodeling with you. You're hitting every single question that they would ask just like on your website. If you've followed Builder Funnel for even a little bit, you know we're huge believers in the inbound marketing methodology. One of the most important phases is the client delight phase. By delighting customers, you turn them into promoters of your business and your brand. The only way to get people to go out of their way to sing your praises is to wow them throughout the process. This is something the guys over at Billbook are helping you do. 
Better communication leads to better outcomes, and that means communication at every level. Daily logs, client selections, punch lists, and change orders. Today, that communication gets super fragmented between email, text, and phone calls, and inevitably, things fall through the cracks. With BuildBook, everything funnels through one simple app, keeping everyone on the same page and your clients filled with delight. No more digging through texts or random emails looking for client approvals. Just one place to see everything going on with a project. And as a reminder, they're offering a special deal to all Builder Funnel Radio listeners. Hit pause right now and text BUILDBOOK to 33777 for a free trial of the software plus 45% off the first year. All right, let's get back to the show. That brings it into to picture, you know, if you're thinking about that left side of the screen, you've got the home or page, and then you can control like the order of that navigation. And so putting that services tab, then photos, dropping posts to the bottom. So as somebody's getting more familiar with you, they're checking these things out, you know, we've got them in the top, like then now we're moving into the middle, you know, mm-hmm. okay, they're, they're familiar, they know what you offer. Like, great, these photos are awesome. I think this is the type of company that could do a good job for me. What do we need to think about in kind of that that next phase in the middle of the funnel? Yeah, so same thing as on your website, most likely. But the next thing, typically, so let's say I saw the services, you do what they are looking for, your projects look amazing. Next thing someone's thinking is, what's it like to work with them? And what do other people have to say about working with them or their projects that were done? So next up, reviews. So page or home, whatever that is, services, photos, reviews. And that reviews section basically is your client testimonials right there. And I know right now it's weird. It's reviews and recommendations. So either way, they'll see that. So as they're scrolling through and they see your beautiful photography and the projects that you do, see you do good work, and then digital word of mouth marketing, seeing other people say, can't recommend them enough. They were so great. They anticipated all of my needs. My kitchen turned out beautifully. And seeing those reviews is that next step of drawing someone further into that consideration phase and considering you. Yeah. That's awesome. That makes sense. And I mean, yeah, this is, again, if you think about just the overarching sales funnel and top, middle, bottom of the funnel, you hopefully by now you see how we're just applying it to the Facebook page and the Facebook experience, which not all social media platforms allow you to do that. Facebook's pretty unique in that they've really given us a lot more power and flexibility and control over adding more content and structuring it like the order, you know? So building up those reviews is important, especially if you're going to be boosting posts and doing some of the things we've talked about to get more visibility on your page, then getting those reviews there really is going to help get people even into, you know, the bottom of the funnel and kind of these next stages. So what else should we be thinking about as we're moving middle to the bottom and that sort of thing? Yeah. Next video. And I include that specifically after reviews because I know not everybody has the bandwidth Not everybody has the budget. Not everybody does video. So it's not super critical, especially if you have all these other pieces. But that's where you get to have your process video, your about us, your client testimonial videos. That's where you're becoming really sticky and you're driving that point home. 
that if somebody has made it to the reviews, recommendations, and then videos and seeing your face in that form, not just like a static picture, not just a headshot, but hearing you talk about your process, hearing your clients talk about working with you, that's where we're, we're pulling them into the bottom of the funnel right yeah. there. Yeah. Get in front of the camera, guys. You got it. <laughs> you got to do it. You know, it's funny, you know, as you're talking about it, you know, I know you put video down at the bottom and that's because we always hear pushback. I'm like, Oh, it's difficult or I'm not comfortable in front of the camera. And it's like, well, if you want to market your business online, you got like, you got to get into video. Yes. You can do a lot of things on your website and some of these social platforms without it, but your results are going to be way more powerful and, and way more effective with it. So that's my big plug and rant on just like, get, just start doing it. It's going to suck for a little bit and then you'll get better. And, but you're absolutely right. Like if somebody can see your face, they can see your company, they can see your team and they actually see you on a video. They feel like they already kind of are getting to know you before you've ever met them. And that is extremely powerful. So yeah, video extremely powerful, extremely important. And I know you you have a kind of a deep dive into video optimization in the the masterclass as well. But regardless, start thinking about how you can build video into your active, you know, marketing plan and just creating that content. Start checking off some of these, like get some client testimonials, get a team video or an about us or owner in front of the camera talking about your process, these types of things, right? Yeah. Uh, that just reminded me of a client who we have who was very anti-video and did not want to do it. <laughs> I think and, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and I gave him like the little starter pack of like, here are two things that you can shoot great video with your smartphone. And here's a little smartphone stand and it has a ring light on it. Yep. And he has been a video machine ever yeah, since they he's do awesome. <laughs> yeah, they do project walkthroughs behind the scenes. They do they were doing like mocking TikTok videos and stuff. It was so funny. They've been having so much fun during quarantine, just creating so much video so that they have this huge backlog that they can use for the next year or two. Oh yeah. A lot of this stuff is super evergreen or, mm -hmm. you know, you can reshare it down the road and you find new places to put it, you know? So we're talking about Facebook specifically, but you can put it on your website, you can put it on YouTube, Instagram, like all these other platforms too. So yeah. He that's, did a uh, Facebook live of cooking in a recently remodeled kitchen and he made pasta for dinner. Oh man, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it went great. <laughs> you too can go from not wanting to get in front of the camera to hosting a live cooking class on Facebook <laughs> in 60 days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's super cool. I like that. So yeah, hopefully that encourages you guys to, to get in front of the camera a little bit more, but uh, let's, let's move our way into bottom of the funnel. We've been kind of working our way down the left nav and talking about the different modules and things we can include. What's next? Bottom of the funnel. People have seen everything. They've seen, quick recap, they've seen your consistent branding. They've seen your story that was compelling about why you do what you do. They've seen your services. They've seen your photos. They've seen your reviews and recommendations. They've seen these awesome videos of you 
cooking pasta live in a remodeled <laughs> kitchen. And they're like, sign me up. I'm going to remodel my kitchen with them. So now we're at the stage where you need to have the calls to action. And so whether that be the primary button on your page, that call to action, thinking through how that's going to convert someone, or I'm sure you've seen this before when people get to your page and your messages automatically pop up and it says like, hey, thanks for visiting our page. Let me know if you have any questions. Whatever that is, setting up automated messaging is so simple in Facebook now. So simple. And it even pops up on the mobile app if you're if someone's visiting your page from their phone, which most likely they probably are. So they get a message right there too. And so simple. You're handing people opportunities to convert. I don't know if you've seen this new one, and this one's probably one of the more complicated ones. But if you've seen that you are getting a lot of conversion and a lot of traffic through your Facebook page, and you know that this is a hotspot, you can now set up scheduling and booking through, I think it's your the Google Calendar. That's pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. So what's tricky about that, though, is that you'd have to either have a very wide open calendar or figure out how to block off certain chunks of time, basically, so that people aren't booking you whenever they want to and you have some control over your calendar. So thinking through that before you set it up, for sure. But man, if someone has gone all the way down that whole funnel and now they have the ability to just book a 30-minute virtual design consultation call with you right there, and they're in that headspace. You're not asking them to leave Facebook and go to your website to do it or to cold call you. They can just book an appointment right there. That's so powerful. They're yeah. in the heads in that headspace. You have them. That's huge. And those booking links. I mean, I I don't know what I'd do without them. I that's all I use now. I almost I almost never book a meeting unless it's through a booking link and happening either totally automated or almost all the way automated uh, because it's a huge time saver. And so even if, you know, you're using something like HubSpot, which we use and we talk about a lot or Calendly or any of these links, you could probably just take that link, which is already integrated with your calendar and drop that into the auto, you know, response message within Facebook Messenger says, hey, how can I help or click here to, you know, book a meeting and then boom, they're already, you know, clicking over and, and doing that. So. Um, I think there's probably multiple ways that you can find out how to integrate a calendar link into that. But I think that's a great suggestion and call to action that you mentioned there, because as we're just talking through all of these things, something I always think about is just how do you reduce friction? And that is a big one. I mean, there's no back and forth. They don't even have to call. Like They can just click on it. They look at their calendar. It's done. You already know it works for your calendar because that's how you've got your settings you know, built. And uh, yeah, it's, it's an amazing thing. So, <laughs> Yep, it's uh, seamless. So we've gone from top, middle to bottom. We've kind of talked through this uh, user experience of this uh, Facebook page. What else, you know, where do we go from here? Yeah, from here, you hone your boosting strategy because now your page is essentially the sales funnel and you can with just like we said in I think just the previous episode, with such a small budget, you can widen that top of your sales funnel so much. 
And that just means you have the opportunity to bring more and more people down this sales funnel that you've built on your Facebook page. So now that your page is fully optimized, you understand boosting from listening to episode four, then you hit top of funnel, middle of funnel, and bottom of funnel with your boosting strategy. And it can be as simple as top of the funnel, you're trying to get more people to your page. So you're trying to boost your post engagement and get page likes and trying to get people from their feed to your page. There's the top of the funnel, middle of the funnel. You can look at this two ways. If we're reducing friction, keeping them in Facebook, then you're just pulling them down all those tabs that we described. So from home or page to services, to photos, to reviews and recommendations, to videos. Those are all those middle of the funnel stages of people learning about you and starting to consider you and doing that research. And if they want more information, then they can click through to your website. And that's where they're going to start to do some of the more deep dive research. But for those who are ready to just convert right there on your site, then boosting posts that have that kind of photography, those videos, writing a post about your most recent testimonial and sharing a picture of that project and boosting that. Those are all those middle of the funnel stages. And then now bottom of the funnel, having that CTA, having those automated messages, letting people book now and schedule a call with you, sending you a message, any of those kinds of things. That's your full sales funnel with boostable opportunities all throughout. So no matter where someone is or if you're trying to draw them farther down, that's how you hone that boosting strategy and hit every single stage. Yeah, man, awesome stuff. I'm hoping that by now people are looking at their Facebook pages very differently (laughs) than than they previously had. Yeah, I mean, I know I have. I've picked up a few things along the way and we work together pretty closely. So um, Mm -hmm. I would imagine people that aren't in this stuff in the weeds all the time, this is probably a little bit of a, a, a mind opener for you. I don't know if that's a technical term, but uh, you, you threw out boostable. So I figured I'd just, you know, start inventing words too. But this is really good. Yeah, I would say, you know, what I'm hearing is kind of the big takeaways are going back and looking at how your Facebook page is laid out. Obviously, you've got to fill in all these sections. And we've talked about some of those sections in previous episodes. But the flow of those sections, you can control it. So take control of it. And then just optimize each section as you move down, thinking about where somebody is, what they're looking for at that stage. And now you've got a Facebook sales funnel versus just a haphazard Facebook page. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And making even half of these changes will have a huge difference. But for some of our clients who have this fully optimized structure, Facebook is one of their top lead sources. and. I never thought I'd say that. I'm going to be honest because Facebook never was as helpful as it is now. It used to just be purely brand awareness, I would say, and just brand consistency and cute posts and nice pictures. And now that you can, you have full control over your page and you can optimize the user experience on your page, we've seen so many leads starting to come in. And no matter which stage they're at, if that's top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, But getting qualified leads in through Facebook 
is a game changer. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome. Well, I know we've got one more episode in this mini series, so maybe tee people up. What are we, what are we expecting next episode? Yeah. So Facebook ads are its whole own beast. And that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so much meat in that episode. That's why I wanted to make it last so people can get a ton of information before we even get to the advertising realm because Facebook can do so much for you organically when you're setting things up right and taking all these steps to set yourself up for success before you start advertising is huge. So the final episode is Facebook ads and how to drive even more traffic and conversion points to your website using Facebook ads. Yeah, no, it's going to be a good one. And we've been We've been doing a lot of experimenting and, and testing with Facebook ads uh, ourselves recently and driven about 350 leads in the last seven days. So there's some power behind Facebook ads and uh, we're going to talk about that in the next episode. But we really appreciate you guys listening and I hope you've been getting a ton of value out of this mini series. And uh, remember, the doors to Builder Funnel Academy are still open. They close on the 22nd of this month, September 22nd builderfunnelacademy.com slash join if you want to see what's going on over there. If you've been liking this, it's a lot more of this. And then it's a whole lot more about just the whole marketing process in general outside of Facebook. So builderfunnelacademy.com slash join. But we will see you next episode for the final episode on Facebook marketing. Thanks, Danielle. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed episode five. Again, this one was all about building that sales funnel within your Facebook page. So really, really powerful stuff. And Facebook, again, gives you a lot more flexibility today to control that page. And there were a ton of takeaways from this, but I think to start, you know, really just thinking about all those pages you can now create, like the services tab, the uh, reviews tab, the posts, like some of those already existed, some are newer and they've been around for a little while, but you can actually control that navigation over there on the left side. And so really thinking about that flow and where you want to catch people and get them interested and then moving them down the funnel as they explore and get to know you further and further. And then I am just going to keep beating this horse. for a long time, which is you got to get into video. So video is extremely powerful, not only within the Facebook environment, but on your website, on other social channels. And so we mentioned it and it was lower in the navigation. But if you are investing in video and you have some video content, I think you could make the argument that you could pull some of that video content up and that would be extremely impactful. So get out there, start taking control of your user experience around your Facebook page. And I think you'll start to see a big, big impact in terms of, you know, engagement and lead flow and those types of metrics that you're really looking for when investing in a channel like social media. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. This will be the final episode of this mini series here on Builder Funnel Radio. And we are going to dive into Facebook ads. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.